I'm Professor Flimflam, she's Wonko, and this is episode two of Bard's Eye View, a Xena Warrior Princess podcast. And today we're going to be looking back affectionately um, and possibly a little bit sarcastically at episode two of season one, Chariots of War. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Oh, that's a different chariot, isn't it? No, wrong chariots. Different wrong chariots. chariots. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. Um, yeah. So uh, at time of recording, I have now, those of you who listened to last week's episode will know that at time of recording, I had not heard the theme music that my august learned colleague, Professor Flim Flam, was recording for this. Um, Indeed, I had not recorded it. That's why yeah, you hadn't No, you hadn't, you hadn't done it yet. And now <laughs> I, you have done it and I have heard it and it is... Uh, you like not it? To, well, not to big ourselves up, not to blow our own <laughs> trumpet because you didn't include any trumpet no. on. The, no the track trumpet. in the end um, but I think mm. it is the best thing that any human being has ever made it's funny because I think it's one of the worst things I've ever made <laughs> so. well no I, I genuinely think Query, it's like... am I human mm, <laughs> what I do sure. think is it, it's very us I think it's the tone we're aiming for it's both very <laughs> us and very this podcast and sort of very Xena at the same time you know, because yes. it starts so, with that epic. It sounds like it's going to be epic. You know, you've got the the choral music, the the drums, and yeah. the, and then in comes the kazoo, just ruining it, and it's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I had I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun doing it. Um, so I hope hope people like it. Uh, well, if they don't, um, they not... can just get out. <laughs> so, chariots of war. Yep. Episode two. And, well, the um, intention is to make this. These episodes are supposed to be half an hour long. Uh, <laughs> let's let's see how we do. Last let's see week, how we get on. last week's episode was an hour long, but I think we did end up talking about more than just the episode. So we did, we did. And so also, let, with it being and... the opening episode, there's more to say, but there's significantly less to say about Chariots of War, uh, an episode yeah, I that think, I, I had think... forgotten existed. I, I I think as the as the podcast goes on, we'll find less and less to say and, until we taper off entirely. But nonsense, what we, what we can say it's going to go so well. <laughs> um, we open we open on welcome to ethnic town. Um, we, we have this uh, kind of introductory scene, lots of colour, marketplace, um, slightly funky music. So we're in a peaceful town. That's that's the main thing. Yes, village of the week number one. Yes. Unnamed village of the week. Anyway. So And we and we start off in a in a scuzzy bar, um, with yep. Gabrielle doing doing her bard stuff and telling her, her tales of um ancient mythology uh to Xena, who's being hilariously sceptical about it. This this idea that mm. uh, the gods <laughs> <laughs> enabled two lovers to, to entwine together as trees. So we we missed the beginning of the thing, but it, but this this idea of um, finding your tree in the forest and then entwining with them, um, yeah. which which sounds filthy. It uh, does, that, doesn't gonna, it? That's going to come back a couple of times through the and, series. And Zena's like, eh, what's the point? This story yeah. sucks. Give me <laughs> yeah. a beer. Where's my beer? You know, Zena at this point in the series is not a romantic, but of course the story is just to set up the theme of the rest of the episode, which is all about uh, Xena becoming soft because she meets a soft man. Soft boy. Yes, soft boy. 
Soft boy and his soft one, kids. One thing, one thing I'm going to say, I, I know last time um, for episode one, I, I said something about the rhubarb rhubarb and yeah. um, kind of the background, <laughs> the, the post-edit kind of foley editing. There's yeah. a really nice bit here as well when they, when they leave the bar. There's a drunk in the bar who's badly dubbed in afterwards. Really sounds like Barney from The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, listen, out, listen out for that. Listen out for that. So they go off to somewhere slightly more salubrious uh, so that Xena, for the, for the first of many times, can leave Gabrielle behind while she, while she goes and does fun stuff. So this, mm. this is something we're, we're going to see happening yeah. again and again. Luckily, um, I mean, like, they'd realised, you know, just under halfway through the season that that is a really boring way to have a show. And they, well, it, well, it is, but sorry. also, also, Gabrielle does manage to get into trouble of her own. That's true. She doesn't matter the, the, where. So it doesn't matter whether yeah, we're going to see that. It doesn't matter whether you go with her or leave her behind. She will find trouble. Yeah, and that trouble will intersect with you, obviously, because it's a TV. Yeah, show. in the in the in possibly the third or fourth act of the episode. Yeah. So I mean, so. like, so poor Zena. Like, this is the her life with Gabrielle since she let this this waif travel along with her. She gets told boring stories she doesn't care about. <laughs> she has to vet bars, vet various bars. And it seems to me that she has to go over every inch of ground multiple times because she scouts on ahead to see if it's safe to take Gabrielle yeah. up to the river to, for- to see if they can afford it. Otherwise, they'll have to double back to go wherever they're going, which we don't know where they're going because they're not going anywhere. She gets her 10,000 steps in, doesn't she? She does. She does. The American Heart Association would be proud of her. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, she rides off uh, into the distance and she gets to meet potential male soulmate number one. No, sorry. Potential potential soulmate of the week. Sorry, it's actually potential potential male soulmate number two because obviously Hercules is potential male soulmate number one. We just didn't watch the Hercules yeah. episodes. Yeah. Um, so we cut to another peaceful scene. We know it's a peaceful scene because we see some chickens in a courtyard. So that's, you know, everything's yeah. fine if there are chickens pecking around peacefully. And what's going on seems to be some kind of barn raising Yeah. in that kind of th- three or four extras um, are building a random structure out of uh, fibreglass logs. Yeah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> very, three very, four, very obvious props. Three or four extras are sort of uh, smacking fake mallets against bits of wood as if that'll do anything in a desultory fashion. <laughs> that's what yeah, they do. Some some business with carpentry. Just yeah, you know, it's like just that's not how busy. carpentry works in my. I mean, I did standard grade craft and design. I know what goes on. Um, <laughs> You know, and then, you know, so we meet our family of the week, right? The soft man and his very soft kids, some of them softer than others. Uh, soft and man what... is called Darius. <laughs> I don't even pay attention to the guy's name. I don't care. Um... Well, that's you all over. <laughs> so, and he's got his kids there and they're just sitting yeah. there hammering a dowel into a nothing, into not even a hole. It's just like, no wonder nothing's <laughs> happening. And... <laughs> and I don't know if this is just a problem with the source video that I watched it from that I've seen it, mm. I've watched it in two different formats uh, yeah. one um, on YouTube uh, paid for, bought and paid for in a very yeah. um, legitimate fashion from sure. a- a- NBC Universal's YouTube channel which is the only way you can in fact get 
Xena season one in the UK in a legitimate fashion yeah. to stream online. Yeah. You can buy seasons two, three, and four on Amazon. Would Prime you like Video. to make the point rather than talking about retail options? I am making the point. I'm listen, shut up, listen. Listen. You've just right guaranteed on. that this is gonna take longer than it would have before. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, I was saying because people might want to know where they can buy Amazon, where they can okay. buy Xena to legitimately in the UK. People might okay. want to know that, but you know, whatever you you don't, you feel they don't have you don't they don't deserve to know. So we'll just move on, shall we? Uh, anyway, every case I. So on the YouTube video and on the other less legitimate copy that I have, um, the one of the kids asked him a question, like you know. Since these men came and destroyed the barn, are we going to move? And like, yes. Uh, and and the guy's lips move, but no audio comes out. Nothing happens. Um, <laughs> and then the I kid, and that. then the kid replies as if he said something. So that's very odd. It's a t- yeah, it's okay. it's a wee bit strange. Anyway, so obviously what happens is that some guys, some you know, warlord of the week. Uh, mm. comes along and they just pull down this partially constructed barn for no reason. As like, discussed last week, this this um, inefficient <laughs> business model that the warlords have. The other yeah. thing that I think is strange and inefficient is is when they try and try and pull this structure down. They've got horses, so the, these guys turn up. There's they're a marauding horde of warlords um, on a chariot. They, one they're of riding them. on on a chariot. They've they've got they've got horses. They try and bring this fiberglass structure down with a grappling hook and one guy just pulling. So just just <laughs> rope a couple of horses to it and ride away. It is literally fiberglass. It weighs nothing. But they go about it in just the most. They make life too difficult for themselves. Yeah. But all of this is in aid of Xena swooping in to save one of Soft Man's yes. Soft Kids uh, at exactly the, the right moment. And then what does she get for yeah. her trouble? Uh, a bunch of guys she arrows at her she catches two of them and the third one embeds itself in her torso uh yes. not nice you know I, i'm sure i've seen her catching way more than two arrows in the past but whatever well as as we've said before it's it's what it's what the plot requires isn't that yeah uh and that's our opening so so how, how well do you think we're doing on making this this episode less long than the last one well, but by stopping and asking that question, you've you've made it longer. So let's, let's press <laughs> on. So after our, after our lovely opening sequence, which which we still love, um, we have another first, which is Zena looking actually really sexy, being very injured. So she's. Do you think she looks sexy she's... in this scenario? Because don't, don't I, you I, think so? No, I found this You're absolutely sweaty and... no. Nah. I found this absolutely what? horrific. Like genuinely viscerally difficult to sit through um oh that this the the kind of battlefield surgery yeah scene. because it is horrible mm. like and, and oh, yeah, i'm not saying i'm not <laughs> saying the, the whole business with pushing an arrow through her entire body is mm. you know and then the poker is there, is there a dr freud in the house no Co- that's, i'm not talking about that and then the cauterizing of the wound afterwards uh <laughs> yeah, so, so he's taken, <laughs> taken an arrow to the gut. Um, Softman is is obliged to 
push it through her body so it can it can come out without leaving splinters, which I yeah, honestly I think the splinters are probably the least of her worries. I don't think um, it's the pro- the splinters are the problem. The problem is the arrowhead and how it will cause more damage to pull it back than it would to push it forward. You're quite right. You're I'm quite always right. right that's that's but... why that's why I leave the battlefield surgery to you when we get out <laughs> on the battle. <laughs> and Softman, in again a Freudian way, is not keen to do the thrusting. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> this is a family show, madam. <laughs> we all have no thrusting. Um, what what I would say is honestly get get Lucy Lawless on Call the Midwife because her her gurning and her pain bearing is you know of an epic scale and i think she did i think she lucy lawless um later said she called upon her memory of childbirth to make the pain convincing um, horrible so yeah job, job done horrible yeah i was convinced by it so but you know and you find it thinking, sexy but i don't find women in pain and screaming sexy but obviously that's just where you and i differ well takes all kinds <laughs> <laughs> listen don't i'm not going to kink shame you <laughs> your your kink is not my kink and that's okay and that's okay mm. <laughs> all righty all right so well then we are, cut we, are to, we done with the horrible cauterizing well no yes well, then we cut to the to the war, evil warlord of the week and his even worse dad and you can tell that the dad's worse as i've said before because the dad's got bad teeth and the younger one has good teeth. In fact, he's got exceptionally good teeth. I think his teeth he's were got, very, yeah. very shiny. Uh, uh, he's yeah, he's got good teeth. He's got he's got nice very, eyes. Very he's got guy liner. Yeah, he's a sort um, of emo kid. It well, exactly. I've I, that's that's my little shorthand I've used when I've been been scribbling down notes. Yeah, so uh, emo my, kid, emo kid with daddy issues. Yeah, my is my, my shorthand for him was good teeth guy. Um, okay. So okay. the dad, the dad, uh, he comes up with this amazing line, which I have written down verbatim. These farmers dishonor the god of war with their peaceful ways. Like what the <laughs> fuck? What a stupid reason to destroy farms that literally everyone needs to live. Oh, they grow food there. Those bastards. Everyone should just be Assholes. fighting each other constantly. That's obviously what would. And like, don't they worried about the god of war? What about like Demeter? What's she gonna say? They're like <laughs> they're concerned about Ares. I'd be more concerned about the other gods, the ones that are but like also, the jo- god of jokes farmers on them. and shit. We'll discover later in the series jokes on them if they think they're gonna please Ares by uh, by putting Zena to the sword. Well, yeah, that, that's that's foreshadowing. Is it foreshadowing or is it just, you know, this guy? Well, no, that's, that's me. That's me giving the spoilers. Oh, I understand. I yeah. So this guy's yeah. a total and utter moron. Like, he's really stupid. <laughs> he just wants to kill these people for no reason. Like, and that's his reason because Ares likes, pe- likes it when people get killed. And you're like, okay, whatever. Uh, and also, and it seems to be um, some kind of test for, so that's, emo kid can look after Ares horses which ne- never yeah. gets mentioned again no yeah never gets random, me- that shit thing. never gets mentioned again um, no. so yeah the, the, the shtick with these farmers right is that they are uh, refugees from Troy um, yes and they have moved to this area to get away from war and they refuse to fight even in self defence which to they've me they've turned their swords into ploughshares 
Yeah, so like they refuse to fight even in self-defense, which is sort of yeah. stupid in my opinion. It's, well, it's taking it, it's taking it to extremes, isn't well, it? Well, yeah, I mean, like, if your choice is, if your choice is, um, like, refuse to fight and allow your children to be literally murdered by rampaging warlords, which is what would have happened if Zeta hadn't been there, or yeah. stop that from happening. I think the moral choice is stop that from happening, but... Oh, I I do as well, but then, you know, we, we weren't at Troy, man. We weren't there. <laughs> That's true. We don't know what they've seen. We don't, we don't have their flashbacks. We don't have their trauma. Um, but in they're, a, in they're, a, hang on, wait, 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 wait. Their trauma. Trauma. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. Um, <laughs> okay. But yeah, like, there's one thing, it's one thing to be against violence and to, like, shun all violence, but, like, yeah, to the extent that they're shunning, they try to shun, immediately try to shun Xena, who is A, saved all their yeah. lives, and B, has been very badly injured and really shouldn't be moved. I mean, like, the fact that she can even get up at all is just testament to the fact that well, she's not really human. She's like she's she's badass. Uh, she's she's Zena, you know. Um, so basically, everyone in the situation is an idiot, especially the leader of the village with his stupid hat. Yeah, he he's a, he's an absolute dolt. Yeah, he's a, he's a yeah. he's a moron. Um, I don't even I've got nothing else to say about him. What was his name? I can't remember. I don't care. Uh, um, village elder. I don't know. Village elder number one. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So yeah, he's an idiot. Um, where were we in the episode now? Can't remember. Well, we we, we cut back to to Gabrielle waiting in the in the slightly less scuzzy bar, but she's she's yeah. still getting hit on by um, someone with improbable hair and an eye patch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and she's trying to get get away with ordering tap water. She she is what she skates. She's not sure how long these three dinars that Zena left her with are going to last. So she's like, can I just have a water? Tap water. Yeah, do you have you tap know, water? Make sure do you it's have tap water. water. Not, you know, not, we don't want Volvic. Have, we don't want have, has, anyone in, has anyone invented taps yet? If so, I'll have some tap water, please. <laughs> um, so she, so she uh, puts off this um, guy with bad teeth by saying, I've just seen my boyfriend over there. Uh, and she goes and snogs this guy and says, play along with it, which, you know, you would. And guess who it is? Oh, guess who it is? Is it? It's good Emo Kid. Guy. It's the, Emo Kid. The man who turns out to have. Teeth. He's a white guy with dreadlocks. Oh, he is? Yeah, he does have dreadlocks. Ooh. Yeah. White guy with yeah, dreadlocks. Not cool. Not, no, it's not, not cool, bro. It's not cool, bro. Uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, but this is the reason why he's got good teeth, I suppose, because it was required for the plot that Gabrielle had to kiss him. Yes, um, he's, so he's been chewing, chewing twigs and, and mint. And mint, yeah. So, yeah, uh, Gabby's got herself a fake dating AU there. Yeah, um, but spoils it immediately, spoils it immediately by saying, have you, have you seen my friend? Have you seen her? <laughs> <laughs> have, have you seen her? Hello, I'm looking for my friend. friend. <laughs> oh, we did it in the same time. <laughs> oh, we should, we should have we should have written that as a gag and just done it, and, and now we've, we've now we're laughing at our own joke. Yeah, that's well, that's too typical. But again, having having set up this fake this fake dating AU, she immediately spoils it by going, "I'm looking for a friend. She's six feet tall, dark hair, lots of leather. She rides like the harpies in a bad mood. <laughs> I, I think, I think somebody's got a crush." 
Uh, and then he realises, oops, this is the woman that I shot earlier today. <laughs> no, I definitely didn't shoot her. No, we didn't burn him. <laughs> uh, yeah, so so there's there's an awkward um, setup. We're going to get payoff payoff from that later. But in the meantime, Gab- Gabrielle's very taken with with emo kid. Yeah. Meanwhile, the farmer man has decided that rather than chuck Zena out on the street with her arrow wound, like the leader of his village has asked him to, he's actually going to take her along to the town meeting that the warlord has set up, which is a trap, obviously. Uh, and, yeah. But he, she can't An- antagonize she, the villagers. Yeah. She can't go as she is, warrior woman. obviously, because she looks like a warrior woman. Uh, so he yeah. dresses her up in his dead wife's best dress, which is normal. Just having a normal one. Dressing this new woman up in my dead wife's clothes. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then she looks at herself wearing this dress and she gets this soft expression on her face, you know, and it's just like, yes, look at the normal life you could have if only you were a bit more feminine. Well, we we get her trying to dress on. She just wore some on. makeup we, we get, and smiled, love. You could be so pretty. Yeah, we we get some back porn. So, uh, Susina has to take off her leathers mm. and her dirty white nighty that we saw her in last week. Mm. No crease marks anywhere on her body from all that leather and copper or bronze or whatever it is. No, uh, so, we, so we get this um, fairly gratuitous scene of. Um, Back porn, and then there's a wind machine, and her hair blows and makes her look soft. And as you say, that's the the life I could could have had, and maybe I still could. Mm. If I could just give up this whole path to redeem myself for all the murders I did, and just live here with yeah. this soft man and his three soft kids who love me for some reason. I mean, to be fair, they probably yeah, love her because yeah. she saved their lives, and and also she maybe reminds them of their dead mother well she's the same height at least yes <laughs> surprisingly well fitting the same frog. height and build a very perfect dress which she immediately ruins uh when she <laughs> when she goes there because obviously it's the obviously this is the um this meeting that that they're having is a, a trap to get them all in one place to slaughter them it's like the oh, edward the, edward the second gathering the highland chiefs sort of thing uh, at the start of oh. braveheart you know Spoilers for the part. A little bit. Fucking yeah. bastard. Um and then she <laughs> but she saves them, uh, leaps in, and she's like, Hold That's on, just wait does. a minute. She leaps in and they all go to they all go to hit her with their swords and she's like, Hands up, just wait a minute, give me a sec and they all wait for her, obediently wait for her to tear <laughs> to tear the dress so that she can get have better back flipping action. Um, <laughs> Rips it to ribbons. <laughs> So yeah, um, and after all this, no one believes her that they were there to kill them for some reason. Um, and that we, you know, she rushes back to soft man packing up his stuff, and she's like, "No, you've got to stay and fight for your home." And he's like, "No, I've seen the pain that war brings. I am a trauma and he's, survivor." He's really pissed off with her. It's like you, you would not let it lie, would you? Yeah, I told you, you not would, to. You just wouldn't and you, let you them murder us. Barge all. in, saving the whole village again. Against you our express wishes, bitch. We we wanted to die, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it's ridiculous. So they part ways at this point because they live in very different worlds. 
Uh, Xena goes off to her world and he goes off to his. Um, But some heavy-handed symbolism blows in uh, and covers up the chakram. Uh, yeah, so the wind machine got left on. Leaves it behind. Yeah, well, I think it's the dress, isn't it? The heavy-handed symbolism. It is. It's it, as you say. It's very. It covers up the symbolism and and leaves it, <laughs> and she leaves it behind. So thirty minutes into the episode, and we have and we mention a chariot for the first time. So, ding. The ding. guy says. The guy says, "Load my chariots." Ah. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. So we're sorry. We're I should say we're back. We've cut back to the warlord here. Yeah, we cut back to the cut back to the warlord and the um, village elder with the the bad hat, bad hat guy, um, turns up inexplicably turns up to face the warlord who's just tried to murder the whole village. Oh, but he doesn't believe that. Says, you see, that's fake news. Says, yeah, sorry, that's... sorry about that that warrior woman fighting. She's not she's not one of us. She's not she's not with me. Yeah, that's project. Which I think it's really listening to there. <laughs> <laughs> Everything will be fine. Once we make peace so that, with the warriors that wanted to murder us for no reason. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> at this point, at this point, da- Warrior Daddy with Bad Teeth reveals, sensationally reveals, that Xena apparently killed his older son, the bit, the good one. The one. Oh, I'd forgotten that subplot. Yeah. yeah. And this causes... I've, I've literally watched it half an hour ago. I've already forgotten that subplot. <laughs> <laughs> well, this causes good teeth... This causes good teeth brother to now want to do the bad murder that his dad had wanted him to do in the first yeah. place. Meanwhile, so, Zena and yeah, Gabriel... Emo, emo kid's been against violence all the way through and then one suggestion that Zena killed his brother. It's like, I'm, I'm not going to fact check that. I'm just going to no. turn to murder immediately. We don't need to fact check. We don't need to wait for no. Twitter to approve it. Or to put a bar underneath saying that this is disputed, this claim is disputed. Yeah. <laughs> this claim of Xena having murdered your son is disputed. Um, the, the results of this village meeting have, have uh, not yet been verified. No. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so Xena and Gabrielle meet back up again. And Gabrielle's first, the, the big news that she wants to tell is that she thinks she's met her tree. Meaning, of course, the stupid random boy that she talked to for five minutes. Gabrielle, yeah. seriously. Um, so this is Gabrielle's potential male soulmate mer- number one. There will be more. Oh yeah. Um, and then the chariots come in and try chasing them. So we're about 30, 35 minutes in at this point and we're going to get, this is the final action scene of the yeah, episode. Yeah, we're, in, we're, into, we're into the last act really, aren't we? Yeah. Um, so so Zena, who's an expert horsewoman Yeah. Um suggests that Gabrielle, who's never been on a horse in her life, acts as a decoy yeah. by, by her off her on, on, horse. on her yeah. own war horse, yeah. slapping its rump, and, and off goes Gabrielle on, on the horse that still currently has no name. Yes. Um, to, to Gabrielle's consternation, I'm, I'm not very good at this horse thing, and she is not. No, she is not very good at this horse thing. She's bad at the horse, horse thing. thing. It's quite funny, though. Actually, yeah. that's, that's quite a nice, a few nice little moments. It's pretty um, funny. So long, long chase scene, chariot chase scene along um, a beautiful beach. Yeah. Um, and that seemed to go on for a long time and I, I didn't it make did any notes on. about it. It did it, go on for it a really long time. Gallopy, 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 gallopy. Like longer rah, than you'd really... Rah, that kind of... Longer than you'd really want, really. Not going to lie. Like, it feels like they filled it, like they had a few minutes extra at the end of the episode and they needed to fill it, so they just yeah, added you... in more B roll of the chariot chase. 
Um, you could probably when you when you get to the scene, you could probably go and put the kettle on. Yeah, to be I mean it's good. It's all right, but yeah. it's there's more, there's more of the same. There's she uses the, same. the old. She uses a, a a rope strung between two trees to steal someone's chariot, or something like that. I can't even remember now. That I, do you know what? That's not even true. That's actually nonsense. What I just said, but she does. It does involve no, a rope. I was, I was I don't, she don't she that. ties. Don't no, no, she ties the rope to a tree, and then yeah. leaps onto the chariot, and then ties the rope around them. Which, in the time, like how fast the chariot oh, yes, is so going? How yeah. long would this rope have needed to be? Because she does spend ages tying it, and then it reaches. It goes tight and pulls them off. And she's got the yeah anyway, so and then she's got her own chariot, you know, and then she she rides up next to Gabrielle and tells Gabrielle to jump from the horse onto the chariot. Which I'm sorry, Zena, that is an unreasonable request. <laughs> no, it's fine because you will remember that last episode Zena invented parkour, so Gabrielle mm-hmm. actually does. It's very almost a, a lazy vault from the horse onto the chariot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Technical technical term. So right. thank goodness she invented it. I thought the technical term was frantic leap. That's what Gabrielle called it. Well, I, I think they were yet to establish um, universal terminology for, for mm. parkour jumps. Oh, fair enough. But yeah, that's 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 what we're looking. That's what we're looking at. So so having managed all this um, charioteership and horsewomanliness and um, fight fight fight, <laughs> they're <then> absolutely <laughs> stymied by. A small tussock of grass <laughs> yes. that gets in the way of the chariot, yeah. tumbling and, them both out onto the sand. Yeah, imagine that the chariot. <laughs> these chariots are expert war machines, but you just you have to have exactly flat level ground. Yeah. <laughs> they really don't deal well with little hullock, little hullock, hillocks, tussocks, little tiny. Now you're, now you're <laughs> you're doing a New word. Zealand accent now. I've made up a word. Now. It's a little hullock. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, but you know, another yet another plot twist. According to Zena, um, she didn't kill the guy's son. Um, he wanted to make peace with her, and his own men killed him for his cowardice. Now, who do we believe? Who is the most believable mm. source in this scenario? Mm. Is it disgusting, horrible warlord with the terrible teeth and the scars, or is it? Beautiful, wonderful Zena, who is the protagonist of the TV show. Who do we believe? And and who was actually at Corinth. So I would say, as a librarian, go for the primary source of evidence. So mm. we're talking Zena, because he's only got secondary. He's a secondary source, really. It's right, and he's also made it up, you know? Oh, well. He's, there's, yeah, there's he's also too. just decided what's too. the truth in his... And there you go. So in fact, both his, both his sons have turned out to be peacekeepers to his, his utter disgust. Oh, it is disgusting, the, isn't it? How did it? Who, who other, raised these kids? <laughs> the other moment that that we've skated over here actually is um, incredible hypocrisy from Z, from Zena because oh, yeah. by this point they've realised that emo kid is the warrior's son, and and as they recover from this this um, this tussock uh, crash, she she says to Gabrielle, "Remind me to talk to you about your taste in men." Says woman who shagged Kevin Sorbo. I mean, yeah, Hercules. that's true. <laughs> and, Countless warlords. She has shagged quite a few, quite a few questionable yeah. people in her past. Um, to, to be fair to her, to be slightly fair to her, you know, he did shoot her the day before, or two days before, or three days yeah, before. However many days I it guess. takes. How many days does it take to recover from an arrow wound in the gut? Two, right? Um, two or three max. That it depends. Depends if you're Zena or not. 
Okay, F U R Z in like two or three days max, right? She's per. I mean, okay. she's perfectly. She, you know, she she looks perfectly fine. Uh, I'm pretty sure she, we do she does see her very well. I'm pretty sure we see her uh, half naked at various points in the future, and she never has a scar from this either. So that's good. Well, um, the when she was getting changed into dead wifey's frock, and oh yeah, we there had was a full, no scar. Was full there? back? There's no no exit wound. No wound. No Sarah. wound. No scar. Perfect. And so yeah, she's she's um she's a good patient. She's very yeah. patient. So obviously, anyway, Farmer Man so, rides in to the rescue now with her chakram, which is all she needed in order to yes, win this battle. She, yes. Um, and she and she uses it. Uh, she's only obliged to use it because Emo Kid refuses to fight his father. The dad says, um, mm. "You know, you'll you'll have to fight me if no if no one else will." Or, or tedious words to that effect. And Anima Kid throws his sword down, says, I still get to win if I refuse to fight. So, yeah, so he'll know, fit in do, really well with these idiot... He'll fill it, fit in really well with the idiot farmers who will not even defend themselves from an attack. It's yeah. a short, short-lived settlement. <laughs> yeah, very short-lived settlement <laughs> yeah. in this world that they live in, you know. Like, they don't actually think that... That just making peace with this particular band of roaming warlords will be enough, you know. It's just like, haven't you seen this show? There every week, there's new ones, and they just like roam about doing whatever, killing yeah, people so, for dishonoring so the god of war by not killing people. <laughs> we're, we're, again, we're kind of struck between these. Can it is violence ever justified? Um, yes. So we've we've got these absolute <laughs> pacifists to the to the point of. Um, Pacifist to the point of suicide. I mean, yeah, well, that, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Anyway, nihilism or or something. Um, so Zena's Zena trying to steer the middle way. Yeah, she's a centrist. She's <laughs> balancing on that fence. Look, I understand. Both sides have solid arguments. These farmers just want to live and farm and provide food for the whole valley, whereas you want to murder everyone for no reason. Now listen. Both sides. Can't we find a happy medium? Yeah, both sides. Can, can, maybe you could murder them for a reason. That would be a better opinion. <laughs> <laughs> but they find oh, maybe, a reason because Zena killed his son. So, except she didn't. Maybe don't burn all the food next time. Oh man, I mean, just anyway. no. There's no point even wondering about the the plausibility of it. Also, anyway, so yeah. Gabrielle says goodbye to the boy with the good teeth. Um, yes. Zena says goodbye to Soft Farmer Man. Uh, because obviously there was never any, like, there never even any discussion about whether she would stay with them. That's clearly set up to be, like, the conflict uh, that that she might stay with them. But, like, they never even, never even seem to, it's, like, suggest it's that. Kind of, yeah, no, I think, I think it's implied and the kids well, it's implied, want but, like, to stay. No, the kid, he never asked her to stay. She never sort of thinks that she might stay. It, it seems to always be completely inevitable that she will leave. Because obviously it is. It would be it would be the shortest program. It would be like the shortest series ever if she had like Zena. <laughs> Zena uh, episode one, sense of the past. Zena sets out on an epic journey to redeem herself from her years of murder. Episode two, chariots of war. Zena settles down with a farmer. The end. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know. Yeah, he says, uh, I, "I have a you know." He'd been to war. And he says, "I have a home, a family. Maybe one day you can have these things too." And she kind of looks at him. Nope. No, no, no. I don't it's, think it's so. Much I don't worse. think so. It's much worse that than that. He's like, 
I found my happiness. Maybe you'll find yours too. And she's like, I did. I just have to leave it for a while. And you're like, nah, you will never be mentioned again. <laughs> Farmer man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I did find my, basically, like, I did find my happiness. She's outside by the horse. Like, <laughs> That wasn't, that wasn't, that aspect of it is not deliberately included at this stage in the series, I don't think. I don't no. think they were intentionally setting up any subset. I think that the chemistry of the, the characters and the, the actors and, and everything and, and just the natural progression of the relationship suggested that to them later, further down the road. So I think these very early episodes, they weren't intending any of that. Um, no, I think And I it's think obvious because right. they so keep we, trying we to, to pair them up with... The- Sorry, you go on. Yes, yeah, so we, we're going to need to watch out for that over, over the course of the, ne- the next few episodes. Well, where, got, where do we think that first starts? Well, I've got a very, in my mind, but I've not rewatched it in a long time, but in my mind, I've got a very strong opinion on where it starts and where it's. You, where, where you've they got a strong opinion. Imagine. No, I, in my head, there's a particular episode, and it's much later on than I remembered okay. it being, but. Well, write, we'll see. write that on a piece of paper, put it in an envelope, <laughs> and we'll do a live reveal. When we get to that, when we get to that point, yeah. Anyway, so just to tug at the yep. heartstrings a little bit more, the little girl who has been an elective mute for the whole episode yes. and for and for years since the mother died, she tugs at the heartstrings by beginning to speak for the first time, just as Zena's about to, to, to leave say, her forever. Don't, don't go, Zena. Stay with us, Zena. And Zena's like, yeah. no, nope. sorry, kid, just go back. <laughs> You can just go back to not talking. Yeah, should have said something sooner. <laughs> yeah, like if only you'd said something sooner. God, imagine if that had been a reply. <laughs> oh, it's too late now. If you'd said something sooner. <laughs> yeah, alas, it's out of my hands now. Oh man! All right, okay. <laughs> and that's how the so, episode ends. With oh, Zena says, "Do you ever miss your family?" And Gabrielle says, "Oh, not so much when I'm with you." And then they have a little soft moment together, which is sweet. Yeah. Um, and that's episode two. That is episode two. Now I yeah. don't think it lived up to episode one. No, it's not as good as episode one. But like the note that I have made here is now this may be damning it with faint praise. Um, overall, <laughs> slightly better than I remember it being. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, it's was... not. It's not awful. And no. um, soft man's quite pleasant, and he can act and. Yeah, you know, that's, you know that's it's all just all right. a bit. It's all just a bit. Meh. Well, it's, it's a settling in episode, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, so here's how it's, it's going to go, viewers. We're going to ride into town, have a bit of conflict, save the day, ride off again. That's so. That yeah. that's what this episode. That's your standard Zena episode, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's um not not by any means an all time classic. <laughs> no, I'm 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 hovering between six and seven for this. Uh, I am a six, I think. Yeah, uh, I've given it a six. Um, I, I think six is fair. Okay, so there you go. That's the bard's eye view. It is a six out of ten episode. Um, normally, <laughs> if I was just watching casually, I would never choose this episode. Like, and I would obviously I'm rewatching every single episode, so so I have to watch it now. But it doesn't really watch add it anything. Casually. Yeah, I don't casual. think I could watch casual, casually. I think I think I'd have to watch in 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 order. I'd have to watch it. Really? Ooh. Yeah, I'd have to watch so. it in order. I'll, I've watched a bunch of episodes yeah. out of order the other day because we were talking that's, in our group chat. That's about, criminal. 
Well, we That's were talking criminal. in the group chat about the musical episode, and so I decided to rewatch the musical episode. Spoiler. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, there's a musical episode. There's a spoiler for, not for you. A, not for ages. Not for like, ages. Like we won't get there for another like year and a half at this. Yeah, point. you'll have forgotten. You'll have forgotten by then. Yeah, if we're still doing it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Um, yeah. Reasonably entertaining. Um, the kind of thing that you can easily just have on in the background while you're on your phone. You won't miss anything. <laughs> that really is damning with some praise. Okay, let's let's wrap it up. So Bard's Eye View is six and next week we're gonna come on to um quite a significant episode, I think. Uh-huh. So stay tuned for What if what is it called Le- again? Leaving is a it... gap for you to Well I to, can't remember. Is it, is it Dreamworker? Is that the next episode? It is Dream 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 Dreamworker. Is it, is it Worker Weaver? Uh, we, we should, should done... we should rehearse Shit, this. We should have rehearsed. Um, I think the one with Morpheus, anyway. The one with Morpheus, yeah, good old Morpheus. I've got things to say about Morpheus as well. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but I'll save them for I'll save them save for that next for week. next week. Save it for next time. We want to get. We don't want to run through the whole. Don't want to run through all of our content in one we film. Don't. Oh, it's called Dream Worker, we you're right? Dream Worker, not Dream okay. Weaver. Oh well, Dream Weaver is better. They should consider renaming the episodes. You know, 26 years later. Do you know what I'm going to say now? What? Bye. Bye. Uh, And also uh, follow us on Twitter at Bard's Eye Podcast.